Please don't hump my lamb. Dude, I am seven fingers in the Jim Beam. Get the fucking chili hot dog out of my face. Your next comedian coming to the stage. He's so funny. He's such a hoot. And making yeah, sure let me shove this well. baby out of my out of my juiced up jibs and then stoner and the fat man. Fuck you, Mark. Mark, pull up, everybody. <laughs> Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Poulos, as always. It's good to be back. Today uh, on the podcast, I thought I'd do uh, uh, an interesting episode, I think. I've started to notice in our culture, when uh, people get together, somebody will inevitably bring up a YouTube video. And they say, you know, oh, have you seen that YouTube video? It's very fun. And then suddenly it becomes this, like, cycle of people showing their favorite YouTube videos, like the funniest ones and the coolest ones and the interesting ones. And three hours later, you guys have watched, like, 30 different YouTube videos. So what I thought would be fun would be to do a podcast on my favorite YouTube videos, so the uh, the best of the best that I think are out there. Uh, obviously, it's YouTube, so a lot of it is visual, but uh, I think a lot of these work just audio-wise, because some of them are songs, and some of them are speeches and stuff, so I think, uh, I think they work well, to tell you the truth. So, the... Uh, First video I've got for you guys is, uh, I think, like the second video that really got me into YouTube. It was, I think, uh, one of the first ones that kind of kept me coming back to watch it over and over again because I thought it was so funny. Um, the video is called Drinking Out of Cups, and the backstory on it, from what I can understand, is there was a guy, I think he's a comedian, and he was hanging out with a friend, and the friend was on acid and having a bad trip in the closet. So he thought it would be funny to record this guy's ramblings, and then he animated it with a tiny little uh, lizard, like, mouthing all the words, and then in the background is, like, uh, all the depictions of what this guy is saying just like all these crazy things about a kid with balloon hands and a walkway and stuff it's uh, a really funny video so check it out on youtube it's called drinking out of cups but uh here it is for you right now what does this guy think he's an indian was he a goddamn asshole what the fuck is he doing not ever no way now he's Johnny Hammersticks. And run away like he's freaking Tommy Noble. What the hell's he doing? Thinks she's thinks she's got it going bossing over. No way. No way. What is this garbage? What is this? Oh, I'm king of the trees. I'm the tree meister. I count on them. What sometimes I pry, I got like the steelist. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, right. This guy's a faggot. Guy's some sort of faggot Indian in the teepee. Ooh, this guy thinks he's Captain Knots. Thinks he's Captain Tying Knots. When everyone needs some knots tied, they go to him. Bullshit. Bullshit, they... Bull... This woman's such a bitch. Thinks he's Miss Sand. Drinking out of cups. Being a bitch. I bet her fist. I bet her fatalisk. Barned. Tatarsk and patted a little kid in the background. Fucking going crazy. Who's this guy? Mr. Balloons. Mr. Balloon Hands. No way. No way. Get real. Like those things. Mr. Walkway. Mr. Walk down me on the walkway. Lead me to the building. Fuck you. Five, six, four, three. Yeah, right. He's some stupid bitch. Who paid for that floor? Not me. No way. Never paid for no floor ever again. Not once, not never. Nope. Whose chair is that? Who bought that goddamn chair? That's not my chair. Not my chair, not my problem. That's what I say. No way. Stupid dresses. Stupid flowers. Lighthouses rule. You don't like the lighthouse? You suck. What is this, seahorse captain? Was seahorse seashell party? Who didn't invite me? Why didn't I get invited, seahorse seahell? What is this? Get real. I'm in love with seahorses. I'm in love with them. They're so beautiful and cute. I'm in love with the seahorses. They're fucking unreal. I love them. They're like all the clocks. I love them. I love seahorses, and I love looking at them, and I love seashells. I love seashell things. I love things with seashells and seahorses on them, like blankets and towels and little bags. I love them. Seahorses. Forever. So that was Drinking Out of Cups. I hope you found it hilarious. Uh, the second video I got for you, uh, the first time I saw it, I was just howling laughing. And this one is a very visual one, but I think the uh, the audio of it is pretty funny. It's, uh, it's called Bad NFL Lip Reading. So look that up on uh, YouTube. It's pretty funny. Um, but here's the audio for you right now. How you feeling? Egg roll. I wish I had a breeze running down my leg. I'd kill for a cookie. Stingray, a double-sided Scooby snack. Yeah, we pick our hotel. Help me burn that old man. I can't, yes, dude. You can. Let's freaking burn that guy. Hit him on the eyeball. You don't offend me. Can I have this sloth? A skunk. I, mean, I can't believe there's a manhole and he fell in it. I want it now. I want cake now. I, I want it now. I found Fido. Hey, I found Fido. I found Fido, you guys. Stank. Ham bone. Hmm? Hey, I'd love to get you a Mai Tai. Yeah, come on, I'll make it myself. Um, Is that a bother? What's wrong with him? Ooh, I'm white. Stop doing heroin. I dare you to spit in that guy's drink. I went out with a girl this weekend. We just kept having a ball. Then I come over to hang out after the game, and it's just, the floor's just beanbags. So that's when I'm a jerk to her, because I'm all, can pick up all your floor bags. You ain't living in Southeast Asia. You gotta make a 45 degree like this. Use froggy voice when you ate old fruit salad. Mm -hmm. I encompass and I eclipse. <laughs> Got the hiccups. The vet said, dude, he said, your cat's just pregnant. <laughs> 
I said, okay, so I won't go and kick her. Pretty female parts. You took three chomps and then threw your hot dog up over here. I got 13 steaks over here. Dude, I'll have your money. You better. And then you could buy a pregnant cow. And I showed you that girl's pictures, right? I brought you a potion and it's gonna work great because it'll make you run. And you brought your potion, right? You're dead to me. I'd fight for this man. He's got a frisbee. Breast lump. You got an orange peanut? Yeah. An orange peanut? Mm -hmm. For me? That's right. Oh, wow. An orange peanut? Well, I accept you. Finger time. I made some chicken rolls. Get me a fur at the fancy pawn shop and get a beard. So that was a uh, bad NFL lip reading. Hope you found it funny. Uh, coming up next, pretty famous video. If you haven't uh, heard of this one, I think you've probably been in the dark for a long time, but it's called Leroy Jenkins. And I got to tell you, the first time I saw this, I was howling laughing. So the basis of it is it's like a screen cap of a bunch of guys playing, I think, World of Warcraft or something. And they're all on the LinkedIn headsets and they're talking to each other. And this guy goes through this like really long description of like what they're going to be doing when they go into this lair with a bunch of like demons. And when he gets to the end of it out of nowhere, this guy just stands up and runs in there, guns blazing and screams Leroy Jenkins. So it's quite funny. So check it out on YouTube. It's called Leroy Jenkins. And here it is for you right now. Okay, guys, uh, these eggs have given us a lot of trouble in the past. Uh, does anybody need anything off this guy, or can we bypass him? Uh, I think Leroy needs something from this guy. Oh, uh, he, he needs those devout shoulders? Doesn't, isn't he a paladin? Yeah, but that'll help him heal better. I'll have more mana. Christ. Okay, uh, well, what we'll do... I'll run in first, uh, gather up all the eggs so we can kind of just, you know, blast them all down with AOE. Um, I will use Intimidating Shout to kind of scatter them so we don't have to fight a whole bunch of them at once. Uh, when my shout's done, uh, I'll need Anthony to come in and drop his shout too uh, so we can keep them scattered and not to fight too many. Um, when his is done, Bass, of course, need to run in and do the same thing. Uh, we're going to need Divine Intervention on our mages uh, so they can uh, AE uh, so we can, of course, get them down fast because we're bringing all these guys. I mean, we'll be in trouble if we don't take them down quick. Uh, I think it's a pretty good plan, and we should be able to pull it off this time. Uh, what do you think, Abdul? Can you give me a number crunch real quick? Uh, yeah, give me a sec. I'm coming up with 32.33, uh, repeating, of course, percentage of survival. Oh, it's a lot better than we usually do. Uh, All right, thumbs up. Ready, guys? Let's do this. Oh, my God, he just ran in. Save him. Oh, gee, stick to the plane. Oh, uh, gee, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Stick to the flesh, Stick to the plane. Oh, gee, oh, fuck. Give me my intervention. Hurry up. This is ridiculous. Oh, 
not to do it after you watch it um coming up is uh, a pair of videos um there are two videos back to back that are going to play and uh, they're called the sad cat diary and the sad dog diary look it up on youtube they're very funny it's basically like uh, a guy reading the diary of a cat and uh they just show sad cat pictures as he, and videos of cats as he's reading the diary, and then it'll switch over to the sad dog diary where he's reading the the diary of a sad dog and uh, all the trials and tribulations. So check out on YouTube Sad Cat Diary and Sad Dog Diary, and here it is right now. Dear Diary, the authorities have removed the pair of black pants from the couch. There is no longer any place for me to sleep. I have vomited three times in protest, but there is no sign that anything will change. My only other hope for rest is on the computer keyboard, which is nearby, but sadly no one is currently using it. I will wait. Dear Diary, my food dish is now only half full. It is obvious that I will soon starve to death. I have repeatedly tried to draw attention to my predicament with the authorities, but they are clearly either stupid, deaf, or just cruel. This may be my last entry. Dear Diary, it has come to my attention that the authorities have two hands that seem to have made it the sadistic policy only to pet me with one of them at a time. Half of love is just low, which is how I feel. My spirit is breaking. Dear Diary, I have decided to plead with the authorities to rub my belly. I think it'll do me good in my current condition. I would like to receive two rubs exactly. A third one and I will bite the shit out of them as per protocol. Wish me luck. Dear Diary, the water dish continues to vex me. The authorities seem to taunt me with this cruel liquid that has neither smell nor distinguishing visual markings. A sad anniversary. This is the 900th day that my nose has been unintentionally wetted. Dear Diary, yesterday I put in a simple request regarding the door to the garden. But, seemingly out of sheer spite, the authorities refused to hold the door open long enough for me to decide whether to go outside or inside, or outside, or inside. Dear Diary, the authorities have punished me for taking a crap on the living room floor. This despite my efforts to distribute the litter evenly throughout the house. I am convinced that they are madmen, devoid of reason. Dear Diary, the squirrel was back again today. It mocks me. I will try and release my mind from this torment and groom myself for four hours. Dear Diary, I have been stalking an insect on the wall for the past three days now. All of my attempts to capture it have been thwarted. However, today, on further inspection, I found out that the insect was in fact a thumbtack. There is no logic in this place. Dear Diary, it is three in the morning. 
The authorities have closed the door to the bedroom. I can only assume that they have forgotten about me and have left me here to die. As a last resort, I will stand post for the rest of the night and sing the song of my people in hopes that they rescue me. Dear Diary, when the authorities poop, I have tried to poop in the bathtub litter box with them in a show of solidarity. I have yet to experience any gratitude. Dear Diary, my attempts to destroy the terrible plant have all been for naught. Somehow, almost as if by some evil magic, a new one has appeared in its place. I will have to start over now. Like Sisyphus, I am bound to hell. Dear Diary, it has occurred to me today that my dearest human has never sniffed my backside. I must bond with him in different ways. Like my father always used to say, if you want someone to look you in the eye, make sure that your mouth smells exactly like your butt. It's difficult to argue with that logic. And so I have eaten some rotting earthworms in preparation for my dear human's return, as well as one of his socks. Dear Diary, it's not so much that I miss my testicles. I know it's a rite of passage in our pack, and I'm sure that my dearest human has had his removed as well. But when that one bulldog comes to the dog park and parades his testicles around, I can't help but notice how Ginger looks at them. I love Ginger. To be fair, I will admit, he has a fine-smelling butthole. Dear Diary, the cat is a curious, magical creature. It's as if a teddy bear mated with a cactus, and it's much less fun to play with than it would appear. And yet it poops delicious candy into a box of pea-flavored sprinkles. Dearest human guards these treats jealously, often harvesting them into a barrel. But I will admit that I sneak one from time to time. They are delicious. Forgive me. Dear Diary, this is the 733rd day that I have tried to test what Cat swore to me was true. Namely, that if you hump anything long enough, you will find a vagina. So far, the results have been mixed. My dearest human's leg vagina has not revealed itself. However, I'm almost certain that I felt something on the brown teddy bear. More tests are needed. Dear Diary, I have yet to see my dearest human poop anywhere. I suspect he may not know how. I have resolved to try and teach him when we patrol the neighborhood each day in search of men with hats and beards. It is embarrassing to do in public, but he must learn somehow. I fear he will die of constipation if I don't succeed. Fortunately, my dearest human seems to show some interest and is now collecting my feces in a small bag. Soon. Dear Diary, I must be more careful when licking my genitals. My dearest human seems sensitive about it, most likely because he's incapable of licking his own. As always, I am in awe of his ability to be so noble, despite what I can only imagine are filthy, filthy genitals. He hides them every day. Dear Diary, today I have added a fourth circle to my pre-pooping ritual. As before, the first circle is to verify that I do in fact need to poop. The second is to check for gremlins and men with beards and hats. The third is to re-verify my need for pooping. And now the fourth is to honor my newly deceased toy. Stuffed llama, rest in peace. I didn't mean to shake your head off. Dear Diary, I told the cat about how my dearest human has promoted me teaching me to shake so I can participate in his business dealings. However, Cat pointed out that I'm often unaware of what I'm shaking on. For example, when I shook the neighbor's hand this morning, I have no clue what I agreed to. None. Cat says this is how the devil buys souls. I will pee on the bed for comfort. Dear Diary, my dearest human asked me where the ball was when it was clearly in plain sight. I brought it over, and he threw it even farther away then asked me where it was and was very happy when I brought it again. Perhaps a metaphor? 
dearest human leaves each day, and I am happy when he returns. Wait, maybe he is the ball, and I am dearest human. This is too much. I must be on the bed. Okay, so I hope you like the sad cat and dog diary. Coming up uh, are two of my favorite uh, auto-tuning the news uh, YouTubes. They've done tons, but these are my two favorites. Um, the first one, it's kind of a random video. Apparently there was a guy that was ahead of the Congressional Ethics Committee, and then he got caught doing unethical things, so they were going to throw him out. And he made this speech to Congress asking for him to be able to serve out his term to November, and then they could somehow vote him out or decide on what they were going to do with him at that point. And uh, Weezer and Auto-Tune the News put this thing together, and it's and it's called uh, Don't Leave Me Swing Until November. I just liked it. I don't know how I found it and what was about it, but it was kind of a, you know, a fun little song. And then after that, the one and only Sweet Georgia Brown, and I ain't got time for that. So uh, here is uh, Swing Until November and uh, uh, Sweet Georgia Brown, uh, my two favorite auto-tune the newses. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy them. I call this session to order with the drums of freedom. I second your motion with the guitar of liberty. Not to be outdone, I will administer the baseline of justice. I am pointing to the emu of elf excretion. Will the gentlemen rise to sing a plaintive melody? Don't leave me swinging in the wind until November. I am here. I am not going away. Hey, if I was you, I may want me to go away too. You know, what the hell? Do what you have to do. But don't leave me swinging in the wind until November, until November. Don't leave me swinging in the wind, the wind. Democrats, hey, and Republicans, hey, as much as I love you, I am not going away. I violated the rules, and I'm apologizing. For God's sake, I'm 80 years old. And all I'm saying is, have the ethics committee expedite this. This is an emergency. Democrats, hey, and Republicans, hey, as much as I love you, I am not going away. He's still a contender. He will not surrender. Don't you leave him swinging in the wind until Swinging in the wind until November, until November. Don't leave me swinging in the wind, the wind. Dance break. The gentleman wish it. Yes. Instead of standing up, no. the gentleman wish it. Let's go. The gentleman is correct in sitting. Oh, the gentleman will applaud regular order and say, down, up, right, down, up, down. It's been around. There's a lot of pain and anguish from people who worried about this Islamic center. What about these strip joints, strip joints, strip joints? Are these people who are holding the now condemning the strip joints nearby? All right, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Let's take a closer look at the strippers to see if they got something to hide. Oh, yeah! Pain is long with a broad brush. Face are all worse, worse, worse. Face are worse. Oh, yeah! And I don't like it. Nobody should like it, like it. Pain is rejoiced with a broad brush. Face are all worse, worse, worse. worse. Done to the Jews before. That's why we have perpetual war. Blood and perpetual war. Forevermore. Perpetual war. Persecuting Islamic strippers. I don't like it. Putting the ban on halal liquor. Nobody should like it. Burning Quran to get people pissed. I don't like it. Putting Dickie Mickey on the no-fly list. Nobody should like it. Republicans drove our economy into a ditch. We got in there and we pushed and we shoved, and these guys were standing sipping on a slurpee. And then they got the nerve to ask for the keys back. I don't want to give them the keys back. They don't know how to drive. They don't know how to drive. When you want to go forward in your car, what do you do? You put it in deep. They're going to pop it in reverse. I don't want to give them the keys back. They don't know how to drive. They don't know how to drive. I'm better for a full car. Got no brakes and no gear shit. We're going to metaphorically fall while we're standing in the ditch. Bitch. President describes her horrifying experience when she first realized the complex was on fire. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. And then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. According to the apartment manager, the fire started in a woman's home who is wheelchair bound. She was treated for smoke inhalation at a local hospital. There were no other reports of injuries. The Red Cross is helping those families displaced by the fire. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
So there it was, Auto-Tune the News. Check out their YouTube page. They've got a ton of stuff on there that's just uh, hilarious. So check it out. Um, the next video, the next two videos that I'm going to do before I wrap this up uh, are not funny. They're uh, probably two of the most inspiring videos that uh, I've ever seen on YouTube, and I watch them a lot. I don't know why they just, uh, you know, they're they're kind of interesting. One of them is uh, a speech Baz Luhrmann gave at a graduation, and they put it to music. It was called uh, Wear Sunscreen. Um, and the other one is a, uh, a speech Neil deGrasse Tyson gave about the most astounding fact of uh, the universe. And it's really cool. Both of them are really cool. So I think I'm going to play them back to back and uh, let this podcast episode roll out on something inspiring. And, uh, yeah, so if you enjoy what I do on here, please go get the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, uh, the website's largedrunkman.com, the merch store is up, updated dates are on there, check out when I'm going to be in your area, uh, SoundCloud, Pandora, all this stuff, just Google search Mark Poulos and you will find everything your heart desires. So, yes, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope you enjoy these last two YouTube videos and uh, come back next time when we talk about who knows. Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 99, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they've faded. But trust me, in 20 years, you look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future. Or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long. In the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what
what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. You too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. Never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. Be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. Trust me, on the sunscreen. What is the most astounding fact you can share with us about the universe? The most astounding fact. The most astounding fact. Is the knowledge that the atoms that comprise life on Earth, the atoms that make up the human body, are traceable to the crucibles that cooked light elements into heavy elements in their core under extreme temperatures and pressures. These stars, the high mass ones among them, went unstable in their later years. They collapsed and then exploded, scattering their enriched guts across the galaxy. Guts made of carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and all the fundamental ingredients of life itself. These ingredients become part of gas clouds. 
that condense, collapse, form the next generation of solar systems, stars with orbiting planets. And those planets now have the ingredients for life itself. So that when I look up at the night sky, and I know that, yes, we are part of this universe, we are in this universe, but perhaps more important than both of those facts is that the universe is in us. When I reflect on that fact, I look up. Many people feel small because they're small and the universe is big, but I feel big because my atoms came from those stars. There's a level of connectivity. That's really what you want in life. You want to feel connected. You want to feel relevant. You want to feel like a, you're a participant in the goings-on of activities and events around you. That's precisely what we are, just by being alive.